Appendix C of the Life of Samuel Johnson, Volume One by James Boswell. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Johnson at Cambridge. The following is the full extract of Dr. Sharp's letter giving an account of Johnson's visit to Cambridge in 1765. Cambridge, March the first, 1765. As to Johnson you will be surprised to hear that i have had him in the chair in which i am now writing he has ascended my aerial citadel he came down on a saturday evening with a mr beauclerc who has a friend at trinity caliban you may be sure was not roused from his lair before next day noon and his breakfast probably kept him till night I saw nothing of him, nor was he heard of by any one till Monday afternoon, when I was sent for home to two gentlemen unknown. In conversation I made a strange faux pas about Burnaby Green's poem, in which Johnson is drawn at full length. Footnote. Burnaby Green had just published The Laureate, a poem in which Johnson is abused, it is in the february list of books in the gentleman's magazine for seventeen sixty five and a footnote he drank his large potations of tea with me interrupted by many an indignant contradiction and many a noble sentiment he had on a better wig than usual but one whose curls were not like sir cloudesley's formed for eternal buckle footnote. Sir Cloudsley Shovel's monument is thus mentioned by Addison in the Spectator number 26. It has very often given me great offence. Instead of the brave, rough English admiral, which was the distinguishing character of that plain, gallant man, he is represented on his tomb by the figure of a bow, dressed in a long periwig and reposing himself upon velvet cushions under a canopy of state that live-long wig which gorgon's self might own eternal buckle takes in parian stone pope's moral essays epistle three line two nine five and footnote our conversation was chiefly on books you may be sure he was much pleased with a small Milton of mine, published in the author's lifetime, and with the Greek epigram, on his own effigy, of its being the picture not of him, but of a bad painter. Footnote. Milton's epigram is in his Silvarum Liber, and is entitled Inefegei Eosculptorem. End of footnote. There are many manuscript stanzas, for aught I know, in Milton's own handwriting, and several interlined hints and fragments. We were puzzled about one of the sonnets, which we thought was not to be found in Newton's edition, and differed from all the printed ones. Footnote. Johnson's acquaintance, Bishop Newton, post June the 3rd, 1784, published an edition of Milton. End of footnote. But Johnson cried, no, no, repeated the whole sonnet instantly, memoriter, and showed it us in Newton's book. 
after which he learnedly harangued on sonnet-writing and its different numbers. He tells me he will come hither again quickly, and is promised an habitation in Emmanuel College. Footnote. It was no doubt by the master of Emmanuel College, his friend Dr. Farmer, that Johnson was promised an habitation there. End footnote. He went back to town next morning, but as it began to be known that he was in the university, several persons got into his company the last evening at Trinity, where, about twelve, he began to be very great, stripped poor Mrs. Macaulay to the very skin, then gave her for his toast, and drank her in two bumpers. Gentleman's Magazine for 1785 End of Appendix C